Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Kim in Delaware is on the phone. Kim, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Bobby. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Would you like to win a Sonic gift card this morning? Absolutely, yes. And then some crap from the back. A lot of the stuff that people send us that, well, sits. <laughs> so we give it away to <laughs> listeners as well. We're going to play Never Gonna Get It. Mm. It's a really tough question. If anyone gets it, she wins. Here's the question. According to a recent USA Today poll, most of us do this 10 times in our lifetime. But 3% of American adults have never done it. What is it? That's the question. Most of us do this 10 times in a lifetime. But there's a small group of people that have never done it. So think about that. Now, Kim, I'm going to give you the first chance to get this answer. Most of us do it 10 times in a life. But 3% of us have never done it. Kim, what's your answer there? If I had to say right off the top of my head, I'd say move. Oh, that's, that's good. Correct. That's correct. Ten times. Oh, wow. <laughs> she got it. She nailed it. Woo. Dang. That's, that's was, not what I was thinking either. Yeah, I mean, I was Never thinking. Never is. Well, Unbelievable. She got it. This wow. is the second time it's ever happened in the history of the game. Wow. Yay. I didn't get to play. Well, <laughs> I had get pulled over. Well, that's a wrap. Hey, that's a wrap on that. All right. Well, Kim, we're going to give you a $50 Sonic gift card and a bunch of really cool stuff. It is really cool stuff that we get from artists and record labels. We're going to mail you some crap from the back. Well, thank you for listening. Well, thank you so much. You guys make my day, and you guys have taught me generosity over the last 10 years. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. We're going to put it. We'll put her on hold and get her stuff. You guys want another shot at one of these? Please. Yes. That's for fun. If you get it right, I'll give you 20 bucks. Oh, okay. right. well, you get one shot at it. Focus. Okay, it takes six minutes to make one of these, but it used to take 27 hours to make one of these back in 1953 when it was introduced. What is it? Well, when was it introduced? 1953. And then it took 27 hours to make. Six minutes now. I'm surprised it takes six minutes now, honestly. Okay. I thought it would take three seconds. Oh, three seconds. I don't know. I have no idea how things are made. (laughs) 
I don't know why this stuck in my head. Okay. What? I mean, so, I mean, 20. Eddie? Yeah, let's go with smoothie. I don't know. Maybe back in the day they had to pick the fruit and everything. That's and interesting. Like, a six-minute long smoothie. Lunchbox. A car. Amy. A phone. Eddie, you're the closest. Oh. It is, is something it? you eat or it, drink. Is it a quesadilla? It's uh, Peeps. Okay. Oh, wow. Weird marshmallow Never. things. Marshmallow oh, treats. Oh, those are disgusting. Yeah, wow, yeah. they used to invest 27 hours making that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Labor Day. Yeah. You're listening to the Bobby Bones Show. Bones. All right, let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. A mom dropped off her 11-year-old kid for a sleepover with my son. The only thing is she left her other child at my house, too, who is much younger, oh. roughly five. This was not discussed or planned. Who would do this? I don't, I don't terrible know. Terrible person. Uh, so, just no, drop off or a, a, a mom who just completely misunderstood. The younger child requires a lot more of my attention that I was not prepared for. I spent my afternoon muting myself in meetings, even leaving a few of them to deal with her children and the younger one crying or coming into my office. It wasn't until about six hours later she showed up to pick up her youngest. Nothing was said about the situation, and I was so frazzled by the entire thing, I just wanted them gone. How would you all have handled this? How do I handle it going forward? Is this okay? The more I replay it, the more bothered I am and feel like I should say something. Please help. P.S. She actually had the day off of work this day. Oh, Mm -hmm. even worse. What? Signed anonymous and bothered. I don't have kids, but I'm going to answer this from the miscommunication. I would just tell her what happened and ask if there was a miscommunication. And if there wasn't, then you can handle like Amy Nader about to tell you. But I would just make sure that there wasn't some confusion in what she thought you said or what you might have said that you don't realize it. Maybe you say kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring the kids. So I don't know. Bring the kids. Before you get upset, I would just make sure there was no miscommunication. That's an easy fix if so. Just have the, hey, did I? Did you tell me you were bringing both kids over? Like that's not a hard thing to ask, because she probably didn't. But once you get through that, then you can get mad. Uh, Amy, I feel like now that time has passed, you just let it go. First of all, I would stop replaying it in my head. That's where you keep getting riled up because you keep reliving it. Oh, just I love watching reruns. Go. I love no. watching reruns no. of something. No. Irrit- oh, <laughs> not good. That is not. I watch that thing like season three of Friends. <laughs> I will watch it over and over. Oh. No, you need to shut that down, change the channel quick. Then just don't have this kid over again. If you do, then you need to have a conversation of, hey, like last time I know your other kid was here. This time I can only handle the 11-year-old. Like that's what's going to work for us. And you set that boundary then. You don't go revisit this one because it's already happened. My assumption is if it's a kid spending the night, it's somebody he's pretty close to. Like yeah, sure. it's a friend's friend. Enough, yeah. I mean, but so you would a... be shocked how people just send their kids. I won't let I'm, my I kids go I just read this email. Anywhere. I just sent all the kids over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I do, I'm very protective of who I let my kids spend the night with. But some parents are like, cool, what time do I pick them up? <laughs> I would think if it's one of your son's good, good friends, you got to talk about it, though. Because you're, he's going to want to, or you're going to want to send your kid over there. I just I just ignore it until yeah. it happens again. Eddie? I'm with Amy. You know, I can't believe this parent did that, first <laughs> off. But... You know, it's a one and done. Like, you know what? They did it. It's fine. Next time, though, eyes open. As soon as they get out of the car. In that, years. <laughs> if that little one gets out again, you're like, hey, woo, real quick. Before you drop him off, only he's staying, right? Have There's that conversation. There's got to be some sort of misunderstanding. It's a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's very somebody different Somebody had than to 11. say something that made somebody think that was okay. Yeah. 
I would think a mom just wouldn't throw her five-year-old. You or maybe this is her little hat trick. Her little like, her hat trick. What do you think a hat her, trick is? I don't know. <laughs> After that came out, I was like, I don't know why I said that. What is it, three? But yeah, like, three. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. That's three things. So it's her parenting trick where she just like <laughs> tests out how many times she can get away with it. Uh-huh. She's like, maybe I just drop my five-year-old off, see what happens. What if she has a younger friend for the five-year-old? She drops the older kid off with them accidentally, Ooh. too. It's kind of her way to send two at one. It's her hat it's trick. It's like a BOGO. It's a BOGO cell. <laughs> Pay less. All right, thank you for the email. Good luck. Their advice is probably better than mine, but that's what that's what we have to say. Uh, close it up there. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I went into the Apple store to get some air tags for my dog's collars and had a smoothie in my hand, and they were like, Oh, you can't bring that in. And I was like, I'm a, uh, I'm an adult. And they were like, nah, no, no. I was like, got it. So I threw this smoothie away. There's only a little bit left. I was like, dang, I really won't like that smoothie. But they're right. If I spill that smoothie on those phones, which I might, oh by the gosh. way, then that costs them a lot of money. So I threw the smoothie away. Yeah. You know what? They probably learned from that. That, that you couldn't take your smoothie in because someone else went in there, uh, like my son, and spilled a slushie everywhere because that's what he Apple did. Store? It wasn't the Apple store, but it was a clothing boutique. And right when he walked in there with the slushie because he followed his sister in there, Stashira, my daughter, looked at him and said, you shouldn't have that slushie in here. You're going to spill it. It's almost like she manifested it. And it happened. He spilled his slushie on 13 clothing items. How did, how, what, did he slip on a banana peel and go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, but he's just, this is just poor it's thing. Like a hose, water hose. He can be clumsy. And how things did like he spill on 13 different articles of clothing? You know, I'm telling you, the, I'm like, it's almost comical that Stashira mentioned it and then it actually happened, but she's not wrong. He's just clumsy. He just dropped the smoothie and it, and it fell. And it like, hit the ground, boom, and then went up. So they counted the items of clothing that were damaged, which was 13 total. They did were you all see him drop it? The sa- My husband was there. Okay. Same type of sweatshirts. I think the sweatshirts were $60 each. Oh. And so, like the girl working, she is a small boutique. She's like, well, this is, I got to call my manager, my boss. I mean, I guess we can pay for them, but. $780, they all cost the game. And and she's like, well, maybe I can see about cost because really it's not like we have to pay full. Like if they're just replacing damaged goods, we can pay for their costs. And then they ended up just waiving it and saying, don't worry about it at all. Like after they made some phone calls. So then, and they were, we were, they were, I like, all right, everybody pick out stuff. We're buying things. So. Oh, to support the store? Yeah, to mm-hmm. support the store, not the damaged goods. But. <laughs> if I could have bought the damaged goods cheaper, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it wow, was, wow, and the, da- wow. the stuffy damage, it was like not sizes that anybody in our family would wear. So even if we took it home to wash it, but they just definitely couldn't sell it. Red slushy everywhere. Well, now I see why they wouldn't let me bring in my smoothie into the Apple store. Yes. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Stephanie Bibb, she's a teacher at John F. Kennedy Elementary School, and she was in charge of starting a new program. She says, I got a great idea. We should start the Kindness Crew. And this is a crew of like 30 students, and they do things like hold doors for other students. They greet students and teachers with signs that say positive things on them, and they give hugs to other kids. It's kind of cool. It's like 30 kids involved in this kindness crew. You can almost do that with all your kids, Eddie. I you could. can create your own home kindness crew yes. with all of your children. Yeah, and they, my four kids need more kindness between them three. How receptive would they be to something like the kindness crew? It, it'd be difficult. <laughs> it'd be extremely difficult. Yeah, because all they do is fight. But no, I think this is so cool. I, when I was in school, I did um, safety patrols. Do you ever do that? 
No, but I love being hall monitor. Oh, no. I'd write somebody a hall ticket quick. <laughs> People picked on me in real life. You give me that little notepad, it was on. So <laughs> You're on the hall? Yeah. So you were the ticket. cop like during classes when students shouldn't have been in the halls? Yes, if I didn't have a class. Oh, boy. You better believe it, oh, buddy. Oh, I got stuffed boy. in enough lockers after school. <laughs> I was enforcing some justice. There's Bobby again. Yes, the other way. Right. Uh, great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. When we're not on the air, you can call us and leave us a voicemail. It happens all the time. And so after the show yesterday, instead of just letting the voicemail do what it does, Lunchbox started answering the phones, acting like the voicemail line. Okay, here we go. Here's voicemail number one. Bobby Bone Show voicemail. Leave your message. Beep. Hey, Bobby. My name is Sherry. Well, this isn't this isn't Bobby. This isn't Bobby. This is the voicemail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm Sherry. I'm a fellow Arkansan. Woo pig. I'm so excited. I actually live in Carolina now, North Carolina, and um, that's not the I'm same as Arkansas. Bart. Yeah. Your time is up. Early up on a Friday. That's it. Bye Call bye. is ending. Call is ending. Hurry. You got three seconds. Bye. Hurry. Okay. Hurry. One, two, three. Blue pig silly. I would just think that that was maybe like one of those answering services. <laughs> I don't know what I would think because it's interactive. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it's a recording. Yeah. No. Obviously. It sounds like it's lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. well, yes. But she never was on to it. Weird. Okay. Here is voicemail number two where lunchbox Instead of letting the voicemail do its thing, he answers the phone to mess with people. Hello. Hello. It's the Bobby Bone Show voicemail. Sorry we couldn't get to your call, but please leave us a message. We love you. Beep. Hello, Lunchbox. This is the voicemail. Please <laughs> leave a message. Beep. Why did Bobby let is Amy that is that what you called to say? Week. It was awful. Wow. Do you have anything positive to say <laughs> after that to make Amy feel better? No. Just she keeps singing in her car. Ooh. Okay. Can we hear you sing, please? No. Oh. But she knows she can't sing. Give us a little bit. Give us five seconds of singing, please, or we have to delete your voicemail. Go ahead and delete it then. Oh, wow. <laughs> She Yay. went in a good place. Uh-uh. <laughs> she called to complain about Amy having a little fun on the air. Wow. Okay, one more voicemail from Lunchbox. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show voicemail. Please leave a message. Happy birthday, Bobby. It's not his birthday. Thank you. <laughs> if you are satisfied with your message, press one. If you'd like to re-record, press two. You are freaking crazy. Is that all you want to say? <laughs> yes, bye. <laughs> There you have I'm it. I'm so confused. So did they know it's him or I don't not? Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell. Because I, I feel like she would have pressed one or two. I was waiting for the... <laughs> or she'd have been like, we know it's you, Lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about rocket money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease. Because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else Rocket Money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. 
That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is a wild story. Amy, start from the beginning. Okay, so we no longer have a truck and we had to move something. So we borrowed a friend's truck. (laughs) I mean, the only reason I had his truck was to move something. We go, we move it, return it. Stevenson's with us. He's like, are we sure we're just going to leave the keys in the cup holder? And it's like, well, yeah, because that's what our friend said to do. I'm going to be home really soon. Just put it in front of the house with the keys in the cup holder. So the person you borrowed it from yes. said, hey, no problem. You can leave the keys in it. Yeah. I'll probably be there real soon. Yes. Was it like 11 o'clock at night? No. Or evening. Late afternoon, early evening. Okay. Oh so Okay. Right. But that's when we dropped it off. Well, so he was supposed to get back soon, the friend. But he didn't get back as soon as he thought. And he didn't get back soon enough before the truck got stolen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what are the odds? How did that- you find out the truck was stolen? I called the next day and said, you're not going to believe this. My truck was stolen last night. He called you? Yeah. yeah. And we were like, say what? And he's like, yeah. So, uh, four. Well, I don't know how many details I'm going to get. So, some men boys, whatever, I don't know, were dropped off in the neighborhood to rob cars. And they have security footage of all the neighbors, and they, sure enough, they were breaking into cars and stealing things out of cars. Oh, they hit the jackpot. They were like, guys, come here, look at this, you'll never believe it. Car keys. So they had zero intention of stealing a car. Yeah, but However, you have to at that point. You have, yeah. There's no choice. You have to steal it. <laughs> the car's telling you to steal yeah. it. Yeah, it was like a gift from the universe. Wow. Like, or you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the keys are in the cup holder. And it's just crazy because it... So now it's like the car was stolen because of us. Like, had we never borrowed it, yeah. it wouldn't Correct. have gotten stolen. But then he's the one that said, leave the keys in the cup holder. And we second-guessed it, but he said, no, 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 it's fine. So whose fault is it? That's a great question. Yeah. Because... 
Whose fault is the truck being stolen? I mean, and then why? Lunchbox. It's obviously the guy's truck that owns it because he said leave the keys in it and he didn't get home when he said he was going to get home. But also, I think he set it up insurance scam. What? Oh, you think he set it up? He absolutely set that. it up. Okay, okay. What? Absolutely set because that up. Because he has her believing it too, and yes. she says, oh. Okay. There's a new wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Yep, maybe there was something going wrong with the truck, and it was going to be too much to fix it, and he, the insurance didn't know about it, so he was like, you know what? If I get it stolen, they're going to give me the value of the truck. Boom. Oh, I mean, he he great said he theory. was kind of excited about getting a new truck. Mm. Eddie? I'm going to Amy's fault. Okay. I'm going to Amy. I mean, she, even if you... Get told, leave the keys there or whatever. You should be like, no, no, no. I'll drive them to you whenever you know you get home. Amy, if it wasn't for you leaving the keys in the cup holder, that truck would have never gotten stolen. I know. So my, I'm going to ask you a question, and I hope to get full honesty here because this is going to affect my decision and who actually isn't, you know, at fault for this. You're using the truck. You're driving it back now. Did he expect you to really bring it back when he was home? And because you were there when he wasn't, he didn't have a way to get the keys. He's like, no. Just, no, like, he just, went. Nope. He the was, whole time from the minute you borrowed, he was like, uh-huh. "When you come back tomorrow, whatever, just put the keys in the cup holder." No, he was. Yeah, he was out. Of, he was out of town, not far. He was about three hours away, so he knew he was going to be gone, and that we were going to be returning it while he was gone. I just think I wouldn't have left the keys in the cup holder, and I, I said, I'll "Even if they it. told you, yeah, I would just bring it back." Okay. When you're here. Oh, that's wow. what I'm saying, Amy. Especially if it's on the side of the road. Like, we put a full tank of gas in it. <laughs> Oh, so like, they really need to thank you. Those, the, the guys so still that driving. stole this? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, when he reported it stolen, the police were like, I mean, because he has a spare key. And he's like, what if I see it around? Like, I have a key. I'm going to carry it around with me. And they said, do not get in it and take your car back because now that's reported stolen. And if cops see you driving it, you will get pulled over and get arrested. <laughs> Fun little story that's been told on the air years ago. Arkansas Keith, my old stepdad, he had his Jeep stolen. And he had an idea of who stole it because some people saw some fellas that were up to no good that lived in a town nearby. And they, they were like, I, we thought we saw them with the Jeep. So he knew where their trailer was in the woods and where they lived. He snuck onto their land. I love it. Jumped a fence, had a spare key, stole his Jeep back. That's right. And then had it. And that was the end of the story. That's and how you do they it. never... <laughs> He could have been shot. Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> but it's pretty awesome he stole the Jeep back. Yes. Um, that stinks, and it is partially your fault. So what did you say to him? We said, oh, we are so We're sorry. sorry. What are we? I mean, but he was in a great mood about it. He was? What so maybe. Wow. Well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm starting to go over there. His truck was stolen. Come on. It is a nice truck. I don't. He doesn't need a new truck, but he did say, he did mention that. It's okay, insurance, I'll get a new truck. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. Okay, so what do we learn from this, though? Let's let's have a learning. Don't leave your keys or your baby yeah. in the trail. Or the baby, baby in that good one. What? Or the baby. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you. The more you know. Uh-huh. That's a little public service announcement. This is the Bobby Bone Show. Uh, here is a voicemail. This is Philippe from Texas. Morning studio. Long-time listener. First-time caller. I got a, a morning corny for y'all. What did the blanket say when it fell off the bed? Oh, sheep. Love you guys. Yeah, that's a good one. That's close. Yeah, real close. Uh, Good job, buddy. Uh, Number two, hit it, Ray. I got a morning corny for Amy. What do you call a blind dinosaur? Uh, Do you think he saw us? (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so Bobby, let's say you're on a Southwest flight and you are sitting there delayed for four hours on the plane. And then the flight attendants start singing, 
If you're happy and you know oh, it, no, clap no, your no, hands. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no. I need a tomato to throw. And I, that's usually not something I would like to do. But don't don't perform then because mm-hmm. nobody's happy. Yeah. So uh, this girl and her boyfriend they started filming and they were two of the people. I can't. The plane was divided. Some people liked it, but they did not. And here's a clip. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. If you're happy and you know it. Woo! Well, I don't need her trying to get a record deal either right there because she's going extra hard. But she's good, though. Four hours trapped on a plane. I don't care if it's Stapleton. Like, I've been there four hours. No, I'm not happy. I don't know it. I ain't clapping my hands. Yeah, that's that's, uh, unfortunate for everybody. The fact they won't let people off planes now after four hours, there should be like a 90-minute rule. If you're trapped over 90 minutes and we don't see an exact spot when we're leaving, we're going to let you off until we can kind of reconvene, make a decision, and go again. Yeah. Four hours is ridiculous today. All right. So diamonds have always been the typical way to propose to a girl. But younger people are now opting for cheaper items like precious gems that cost less like sapphires, rubies, emeralds, amethyst, stuff like that. So it looks cool and cute, but for like way less money. Yeah. Uh, propose with an amethyst. See how that works out. <laughs> She's gonna love that. I don't even know what that is, but I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> That's purple. That ain't good. You know, get ready to be slapped. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm I'm certain there's only been a couple instances of this, so they made a story about it, and that it is not something that a lot of people are doing. Don't 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 hop up with some something green. It says here a growing number of millennials yeah, aren't interested in traditional diamond engagement rings because of the price point. Morgan, you're a what? Millennial? Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh let's say your boyfriend showed up and he had an amethyst. <laughs> no, I wouldn't like okay, that. Okay, I didn't exactly. think that. No, maybe a sapphire, but yeah, but I think may, I'd only choose, maybe. Yeah, I think I'd choose a diamond still. All right, there you go. <laughs> I maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This kid Will, who lives in Illinois, loves running, and as part of this project, he collected athletic shoes, athletic gear money to be donated and delivered it all to a youth shelter in Chicago for his 13th birthday. That's pretty cool. The youth center helps people who are dealing with housing instability or homelessness. And so he chose that because he wanted to give him a sense of hope. He said a shoe can basically take you anywhere, seven grand and all the stuff. 13 years old. 13, that's kind of a jerk age, right? Oh, they're all jerks. That's like the hormones are really... Yes. So the fact that Will did this at 13, that's extra, extra good. Will's a cool dude. Nice job, Will. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Good morning. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What's a puppy's favorite kind of pizza? What's a puppy's favorite kind of pizza? Pepperoni. That's like a product. That's like a, that's a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dog pepperonis. Pepperoni is yeah, a product. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks. 
for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right, it's time for Bobby Bone Show, Show and Tell, where we're all bringing something to show about us that maybe if a listener is new to the show, they learn something about us, okay? It can be from the house, it can be a collection, it can be anything. Uh, Amy, you're up first since your thing is alive. Yes. (laughs) Did anyone else bring anything alive? No, 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 no. Okay. Amy, what do you have over there? Well, I have my cat. I don't really have anything that I collect or like a collector's item, um, but I'm so obsessed with her that I already want to get another cat. Amy has a clear suitcase that the cat is in. Yeah, yeah. I ordered this from China. Yeah. Cause like, it's like the kind you roll in the airport. Oh, yeah. No, she loves it. It's I feel like, like I, the cat's freaking out a little bit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Can the cat get out of there? It's got a little hole to breathe out of, but I think the cat's like, what's happening right now? <laughs> so well, she's never been on a radio show before. So why did you bring your cat? Because she is what is special to me. I don't collect anything else, but I'm going to get another cat. So maybe I start collecting cats. Oh, no. This is the first step. She's oh, a cat lady. cat lady. Yeah. So where's the cat been this whole time? She's been in my car. Oh, my goodness. Oh no my goodness. way. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. She's fine. I put a shirt over the clear bubble. So she's got a pair in she can't breathe. No, they like dark. Oh, my gosh. She, I, I, she had water? She likes dark. She's fine. She had water. That's not the she, answer to how she had a water. Look, I put food in the bottom. She's, she's oh, got oh food. No. <laughs> and she wants more. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't know cats panted. Oh, and um, her name is Maggie. Okay. And again, I just love her and I'm obsessed with her and I can't wait to get more. Okay. Well, there's Amy's wow. show and tell her cat. Good job. If you need to go get that cat water, you can. <laughs> or air. Let it out of the suitcase, at least. <laughs> All right, next up, Lunchbox, what do you have for show and tell? Oh, man, guys, hold on. Let me He's bending down. 
Oh, it's a crown. Oh, no. Uh, you still have that thing? It's falling apart. Oh, oh. No, don't worry about it. That's not what I... It's just my, oh my, that's my Prom King helmet. <laughs> my, my crown. But that's not what I'm here to show you guys. Oh, he's wearing his Prom King crown. I just wanted to brag. These are my collectibles. <laughs> they are bingo daubers. Uh-huh. Let me tell you guys, I was obsessed with bingo. For about a five-year period, I would go once a week, and every time I went, I bought a new dauber because I thought that was going to be the lucky dauber that brought me the luck. And so this is the Purple Princess. I won one of the side games, the horse races, and this is the dauber I was using. Okay? And pink. <laughs> oh my- this is the pink one. The first time I ever okay, took he's my... He's going to go through all the colors. No, no, yeah. I'm only going through three. <laughs> I'm up for a couple. Yeah. This pink one. My wife, the first time she went, this was her first dauber that she bought, and she thought bingo was so stupid, and she fell in love with bingo, and she fell in love with me. That's kind of romantic. And, and the green. The green goblin. <laughs> the green goblin. The first time Eddie went bingo, he won three times. I was using this dauber, and I didn't win anything. The huh. first time I went, I won two with Lunchbox. Yes, and he didn't win. I have never see. Here's the thing: my purple one, I only won the side game. I didn't win the regular bingo, so I've never been able to yell bingo. I've never won, Mm. but this is my bingo collection of daubers. Nice job. We like that. And you guys are going to be bragging about being prom king. We like that. Okay, Morgan, you're the you're the next one we're going to do in this segment. Morgan is our head of digital, all of our social media. All of our videos. She's telling us to hold on because she's running out of the room. Where does she Please go? don't be alive. Oh, my gosh. Oh God. She brought her dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That could be it. So more, what we're going to do is, who else has one? Ray has one. Yeah. I have one. I have one. Eddie, you have one. Abby has one. Okay. Oh, here's Morgan. All right, Morgan. <laughs> what's in the bag? Well, I decided to change. I brought two different collections, okay? And what's in here is my collection of all of the sheep magazines that I've done. <laughs> That's very interesting. I forget that Morgan is like a publisher of a sheep magazine. Yeah, and there's like at least 20 here. Like all of them are folded <laughs> back from like 2016 when I first started doing it. And I've kept them all every time he's sent me the finished product. So tell everybody what you do. <laughs> the American Hampshire Sheep Association <laughs> um, asked me to be the magazine editor. So three times a year, I put together this magazine, and I just edit together ads or photos of sheep or <laughs> 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 lamb recipes. Um, you Wait, know. you t- well, hold on, <laughs> yeah. hold on, hold on. It's, it's all of like sheep. A yeah. turn. <laughs> oh. It's a whole so thing. So you talk about how beautiful the sheep are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful pictures of the sheep. Yeah. The joy that sheep can bring to your life. Mm-hmm. And then you do a recipe if you eat the sheep. Yeah, well, yeah. So like some people buy them for wool, right? Like they're wool. But then some people buy the lambs for other things that I choose not to think about. <laughs> and and we put in there what they can do once they buy the lambs. Wow. So yeah. So, and then there's like ads. So all these different people across like the entire country show off their sheep for other people to either buy them or like use them for different things. And yeah. There it is. Morgan number two. She's a sheep magazine editor. Okay. All right. More of the Bobby Bone Show. Show and tell. We're bringing interesting things from our personal lives. Eddie, 
Oh, wow, guys. You're our video producer. You're wow. on the air a lot. What do you have? Follow me on this, all right? It's October 14th, 2000. I got Pearl Jam tickets, front row Pearl Jam tickets, me and my buddy. And I'm standing in line telling everyone, yeah, yeah, we're right in front of the lead singer, Eddie Vedder. It's going to be great. And this girl comes up and says, oh, I heard you were in the front row. I bought a bunch of Hawaiian Lays. I, can you throw them up there on stage at some point during the show? And I'm like, no, you're crazy. But I took the Hawaiian Lays anyway. I wasn't going to do anything with them. I stuck them under my seat. And I sat there for the whole show. And then... The lead singer for Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder, gets on mic and says how this place reminds me of Hawaii. I have a clip right here. It was probably a week ago we, we played a show similar to this that was outside. It was 28 degrees. So, uh, feels like we're in Hawaii. It feels good. So then... I grab the Hawaiian Lays like, oh my gosh, he said Hawaii. So I throw the Hawaiian Lays up there. The whole band puts them on. They play the rest of the show with the Lays on. And then he says, who gave me these? And I raise my hand. He gave it back to me. I have the Hawaiian Lay that any better wore. It's apart. Oh, it's 20 years old. Yeah, don't shake 20, it too 20 much. plus years old. Yeah. Okay. So I still have this thing. I will always have it for the rest of my life. So really, you owe this girl like, this girl did everything. You did but nothing. She, but you did it. I never saw this girl again. She was she even real? Who knows? That's the question. Who knows? Was she even <laughs> Okay. Woo! All right. So Eddie has yes. a lay from Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Pearl Jam, that he Love gave this. him and then got back. That's right. Okay, good. Raymundo. I want to show you guys a talent of mine. All these oh. country artists now have been popular for doing it. Luke Combs, Hardy, Dustin Lynch, people like that. I want to show you guys how I can shotgun a beer what? in less than two <laughs> seconds. You got to go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll do it right here. You're too You're close right to the equipment. No, no, come over here. Hey, I'm telling you, I can do it smooth. I'll do it on oh, lower so it's not going to go Don't on anything. Don't get beer on me. It's All right, here's right. Here. It's right. Hold on. And hold he's on. poking it. Hold on. Here he goes. He is in hold it. Hold on. All right, I'm just making a hole right digging now. Digging a hole in a beer can. Hey, to be fair, it's a little beer. That is a tiny <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah. Does that even count? No, nah, no, really. no. That's like all a... Right, and... Yeah, well, I gotta open it, all right? And go. All right, the beer. Right, oh, you're spilling oh, it everywhere. Hey. Is he done? Concert, done. Okay, wow. Less than two seconds. <laughs> no, no. You, you, that's okay. First of all, you spilled a third of it. <laughs> Second of all, it's a tiny... It's a miniature beer, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, that that's... was like one of those okay. mini Cokes. All right. Okay. Hey, for a mini man. Oh, hey! Oh. Like, was that oh, necessary? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Abby, Abby, our phone screener has brought something up Watch here out. from Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> She's putting on her Kansas Jayhawks hat. Abby, what did you bring for show, show and tell? Okay. So I brought a whole bag of KU stuff because I'm a huge KU fan. I went to KU. Um, so I have like a Jayhawk here and like a sign when they won in 2008. Yeah. Um, I have all this stuff around my house, but the major, the most exciting one. Okay. Is when um, KU beat Missouri. It was like a tie. It went into overtime and we beat them by one point. And I was in that game or I was at the game and I'm right there. Oh, she has a picture of her yes. above the sign. Yes. And it was in the newspaper, like the Lawrence newspaper and all on the front page of all the newspapers. So I'm very proud of That's this awesome. moment. That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll take that. Yeah. Aren't you happy for me? That's Because he's cool. a fan too. That's cool. I know. See, we, we see eye to eye on one thing. Nice job, Abby. Thank you. That's what brought them together to not hate each other. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike D. And then I'll go last. Mike D., our head writer on the show. If you hear a game, he wrote it. Mike D., what'd you bring up for show and tell? So I collect celebrity memorabilia. I love getting things signed. And the coolest thing I ever had signed was back when I was an intern for the show. My favorite rapper was Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. I wrote this letter of why I love Donald Glover, 
Bobby read it to him on the air, and then afterward, oh, yeah, that was awkward, huh? Yeah, yeah. very awkward. Yeah. And then afterward, he signed it. He wrote thank you, gave me tickets to the show last that same night. So I have it framed. That's funny. That's awesome. I read it on the air because I knew he was coming <laughs> in, and I knew it would be awkward. But it was amazing, and then he was super cool to you. He was so awesome. So this is the coolest thing I have. Read us a couple lines there. I wrote why I love Donald Glover. <laughs> He's my favorite actor. I've seen every episode of Community. His char- I mean, it gets really awkward. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> His character, Troy, has always been my favorite. I loved every cameo he's made on TV and movies. I'm probably the only one who saw his 2009 movie, Mystery Team, which I quote with my friends all the time. Kind of an insult in there. I'm probably the only one who saw it. So, all right. Nice job. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. That's old school show stuff. And finally, to our, our listeners, I'd like to share a story with you. It was... Man, probably seven, eight years ago, Eddie and I were doing our first major stage, and we were opening up for Tim McGraw in Wyoming, the Raging Idiots were, and we had some, uh, our equipment was bad. We, were, we didn't know what we were doing, did we? No, we had no clue. And so we go out, and we walked out too far, our cords all unplugged, we start playing, people start booing us. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of people in the crowd, we're getting, we're getting booed. <laughs> Stuff thrown at us. Yeah, and this is a Tim McGraw's going on later, so it's a humongous deal. People start fist fighting because someone's booing, and someone's like, "You're not booing loud enough." So they start fighting each <laughs> oh my other. Gosh. We finish our set and leave, and we're like, "Oof, I don't know if we should ever do that again." Well, Tim McGraw hears the story, and he comes in, and he then gives me his cowboy hat. This is from the Soul to Soul tour. This is the Tim McGraw, the hat that he wore every night on Soul, the Soul to Soul tour. I think it was a combination of him feeling sorry for me for um, sucking at his show. And then I said I never wore a cowboy hat, and I didn't have a cowboy hat, so he brought this and gave it to me um, on the show one morning, and I have left it in my house so people come up and they see it, and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, just a little thing Tim McGraw gave me. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's a black, <laughs> it's a, what, what is this? I mean, it's kind it's of straw. straw. Black straw. This is straw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like real nice. It but is, it's a legit resist-all uh, hat. So this is the Soul to Soul Tim McGraw cowboy hat. That I sleep in. Every, I mean, sorry. That I whoa, keep. Whoa, whoa. That I keep in the guest room. So people are like, "Wow, what's up with that hat?" And it's a cool little story. Awesome. One about Eddie and I almost getting jumped in Wyoming and dying, and then two Tim McGraw hearing it. All right. So maybe through this, you've learned something. Amy brought a live animal. Yeah, still here. Yeah, it's meowing right now. <laughs> Lunchbox brought bingo daubers. Yeah. Ray forgot to have something, and then shotgun to beer and. <laughs> This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on oh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. 
You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Days ago... Eddie and his son, they went to a restaurant. His son got a milkshake, flavored, one kind of flavor. He drank half of it and was like, I don't really like this. It wasn't because it tasted weird. It wasn't because he ordered the wrong thing or they messed it up. He just realized, I just don't like this flavor. He wasn't satisfied with it. No, no, no. He didn't like the yeah. flavor. Yeah. The flavor that he chose. Mm-hmm. Which is true. He wasn't satisfied. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but because he didn't like the flavor. Exactly. Right. Right. And so he drank half. And it wasn't Eddie's son who did this. Eddie said, just take it back and get a different one. Sure. Even That's how he, I was raised. Even though he drank half. And he made the mistake of ordering a flavor he didn't like. Yeah, it was perfectly fine. Right. So, we had this big debate. Like, if they mess it up, or it's not what they said it was going to be, you can send it back. But if, if it's exactly what they told you it was going to be, and you drink half of it, that's on you. That's yeah. my opinion. Okay. Not, not yeah. yours. Right, You're teaching right. your kid. Correct. Chad, real integrity here. <laughs> so... <laughs> Lunchbox took it into his own hands, and you called different places. I called restaurants, and I wanted to know how they handle that. Like, what's the policy of the restaurant? Because we can sit here and debate, but we don't work in a restaurant. How do they handle that situation? I have worked in a restaurant, though, if it matters. Right, right. But you don't anymore. <laughs> and I was on Team Eddie because I think Eddie did the right thing with his kid. Which scares me a but little bit. But do you explain to them it's not because they messed up? I explained. I said, listen, I order something and I don't like it. Like No, no, I said, you give me exactly what's on the menu, what I ordered. If I order a catfish sandwich and I take a couple bites of the catfish sandwich, I'm like, ah, not really feeling the catfish sandwich. I'm going to go with the jambalaya. Okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Here is Lunchbox calling... You been thinking a lot about New Orleans lately, or what? <laughs> he likes that Cajun food. All right, here is Lunchbox calling a breakfast spot. Uh, yes, ma'am. How you doing today? I got a question for you. We're having a debate at work. Let's say I come in and I order some pancakes, and I eat, like, you know, half the pancakes, and I decide, ah, uh, I don't really like these pancakes. Is it okay to say, you know what, I want something different off the menu? Um, I think that if someone is halfway through eating something, if they don't like it, then, I don't know, they shouldn't really have to pay for it. And so you, find out if they like it or not, you know? Right, so you, as a restaurant, you don't think, oh my gosh, you ordered that, you're paying for it. It's like, hey, if you're not happy, no, sir. <laughs> you can order something off the something else off the menu and not be charged. Yes, at a good restaurant with like good people and stuff, yeah, they'll let you do that. So then why not go and just eat, order something you like? Well, that wouldn't be nice. Eat half of it and I mean, then go, you know what, I, I'm going to go with the jumbo. I bet some people no, do do I that. Yeah, Trust probably. me, I started thinking about it. Yeah. And, uh, 
She's she might work there. I feel like the the people that are running the store versus the people that are working there might have different thoughts. Agree. Yeah. Because she wants a bigger tip. Right. She wants a bigger tip. Okay. So you don't like that? I call them place and I ask for the manager. Okay. What kind of? Well, okay. What kind of place is this? It's like a lunch place, like a I don't know cafe, whatever you call it. Thanks for calling. Speaking. How can I help you? Okay. Let's say I come in and I order your catfish sandwich, right? And I take three or four bites, and I'm like, ah, this isn't exactly what I was thinking. I, it doesn't really hit the spot. Can I switch? Can I call the waiter or waitress over and be like, you know, I want to take this back, and can I get the uh, burger? And is it? Would you take that catfish sandwich off my bill? The restaurant's point of view is, at least here, we want to make you happy. But if you go certain places, though, they're not always as accommodating. And also, it's, you know, like if I go to a table and I've been by it three times saying hi and talking to them and they finished everything on the plate and they say, you know, we really didn't care for it. Can I get something else? I, I immediately would want to make them happy. But I'd say, you know, I've been here three times. I wish you would have told me earlier because now, you know, everybody else is finished but you, you know, and I'm, I'm I do dessert for them, but I'm probably not going to take that off. But if they've had just a few bites and it's just not them or they just doesn't set well with them, I'm going to let them pick something else and only charge them for the one item. Wow. wow that's good. Hey. So only a few bites. It wasn't half. Yeah. It, how he presented it. Keep going with that. And then. <laughs> Keep bringing that part hey, up. Hey, hey. And then I will also say this, and we can settle on this. There's not a lot of integrity in what you guys are suggesting doing. What do you mean? There isn't. No. You, you ate half. You ordered, again, you knew the flavor. You got the flavor. You didn't like the flavor. They messed up nothing. You made the mistake. They shouldn't have to pay for your mistake. They will because they're in the service industry and they want to keep your business. It's customer service. It's not. Yeah, it's, you it's, heard it's bad it. customer. Yeah, you're a swindler. Yeah. No, no, I can't no, wait no, for the documentary me. about you. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. If you've ever listened to this show and you learn something from the show and you've been able to implement into your life on a day-to-day -day basis. For example, Eddie, what have you learned from this show? Oh, toothpaste. You don't need to cover the entire brush with toothpaste, it just needs a little pea size. That's good enough. Yeah, little, little dot. I don't know what segment we learned that on. Who cares? But right? I learned it. Yeah. Have true. you learned anything from this show? And day to day, you use it in your life. If so, we would love for you to call and share it with us. 877 Bobby. That's our phone number. 877 B O B B Y. The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Labor Day. Or what'd you learn on the show? Let's go to Tanya, who is listening right now in Eastern Tennessee. Tanya, we appreciate your call. So what was it about this show? What did you learn? Morning, Bobby. Morning. So a little over two years ago when you came to uh, the Knoxville market, I started listening this first time, um, hooked ever since. But I heard you talk about the Greenies pill pockets to give Stanley for his medicine. Mm -hmm. And I was someone who struggled with my uh, toy Aussie, giving him pills. I was using cheese. I went and got some, and it's a total game changer. So I just want to say thank you game because changer. my dog cannot wait to take his medicine when I stick it in the pill pocket. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just give Stanley a pill pocket as a treat because they taste so good. That's cool. So yeah. then he doesn't think he's always taking medicine, even if he knows what medicine yeah. is. He probably doesn't. But this, and I'm glad you said this because you're actually doing a service to listeners who have animals right now. If you have trouble feeding your dog's pills, the way we used to do it, stick it in, rub their throat, and then they'd have to swallow because it's like that sensation. But then some dogs, really difficult. So the little pill pockets is like little treats. And you put the pill in there, you shut it, they eat it, the end, game over. They need those for kids. For me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> thank you, Tanya. I hope you have an awesome day. All right, thank you. All right, see you later.
Uh, let's go over to Michelle, who is on the phone right now. Again, you guys can call us, 877-77-BOBBY. Michelle, what have you learned from this show? Uh, Bobby, I, I think you taught me this a few years back, but it's the voice texting. And I, not a lot of people like to receive them, but it's so much easier to text that way. It's life-changing, so thank you. Yeah, and if you're sending, who cares if they like to receive it or not? Yeah. <laughs> I always push the button. Exactly. Yeah, I push the button to talk right into it, and sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. But... Uh, completely changes the game for me and I don't text and drive. So it's a win-win. And it's yeah. way if they, if they voice text you back, you can play uh, it while you're driving. Yeah, if I don't like when Amy does it because it's like a whole oh, mess. It's a book on tape. Oh, I got a long one from you the other day though. Yeah, but almost over two minutes. It was over three minutes actually. What? It was over three minutes. And then Bones goes, yeah, that was longer than I thought it was going to be. It was No, I said that's longer than a song. <laughs> that's what you said. That's right. But it was business. Um, so, okay. Hey, thank you for the call. Let's see. Let's go to Catherine in Austin, Texas. And the reason we're doing this is because over the years, maybe we've said some things or read some stories that you learned something and we haven't thought about it in a long time. But if you've taken something from it, maybe you can share it again and give it back to a new generation of listeners. Uh, Catherine, what do you think? What have you learned from this show? I'm not sure if I'm super proud of this, but I took a parenting tip from Eddie. Oh. And uh, my daughter, I found out her little sister sold her out. But she had been up until like 5 a.m. on Roblox and then lied about it. So I told her, I was like, you know, people who lie, they go to prison. Oh, Eddie taught you that? that. (laughs) No, you did the you did the prison food. Uh, a bologna um, sandwich is very different. Yeah, I don't know. They I, I sound similar to me. I, I didn't compare it to jail. Okay, go <laughs> go ahead, Catherine. Um, my daughter had to eat turkey sandwiches for a day and do chores all day. Like prison. Wow. Which is similar. You just exactly. didn't say like prison, Eddie. No, I did, did not that, say though. prison or jail. You did, also locked your son in the bathroom and made him sing Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson for hours. Because if you want to make a change, it starts with the man in the mirror. Gotta make a change <laughs> for once in my life. Yes. Uh, thank you, Catherine. That's a, an interesting interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Thanks. See you later. <laughs> you want to know something I learned? I don't know who said it at one point in time, but that when if you're ever in a car wreck, you need to be a noodle. Like, don't tense up. Me. But I stole, I stole that? that from something. I don't know. It's an well, article. I, still, I learned it on the show. The piece yeah, I we steal it from everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I say me. I said it. But I didn't. I didn't make yeah, it up. But good luck getting in a car wreck and being. Yes, a yes, exactly. Uh, uh-uh, no. I think when it's I'm like, driving. Oh, here comes a car and noodle. Free body. I was. <laughs> okay. Listen. All you have to do is think mashed potatoes <laughs> and a noodle. That's what I think to myself. Be a noodle. That's. Amy, I was in stop a car it. You're gonna be a noodle. It's gonna get you in a wreck. She's like, all right, drive it. Be a noodle. Well, that's why you hit all those things. No, no, yeah. she's, like, she's like, every time I've hit the curb and the walls, I'm, I'm in a noodle. noodle. No, remember last year when that guy hit me? But I most times when you get hit, you have no idea it's coming. I know, but I had time to be like, be a noodle. No, you, no, did. you did not. You did not. Sorry. You're out of your mind. Okay. Yes, Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Miami, Florida. There was a park that was getting remodeled, redoing everything. And they're like, oh, we should spend $350,000 on new lighting. That way the park is lit up at night. Only problem is it closes at dark. Mm-hmm. So you can't really use those really expensive. That is boneheadish. <laughs> I, I, I read it too and couldn't believe that. Surely they have plans though. Yeah. To have it. Oh, I don't know. And probably meeting after meeting about this. Well, and I would think maybe you can drive by it and it adds to the night. Okay. Ambiance? I don't know. (laughs) But you spent $350,000 on lights that no one gets to use. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. 
All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hope you guys had a good day. Now, if you're going out, I don't know, maybe you're going to finish your day at work. Maybe you're going to go fishing. I don't know what's up. If you're going fishing in Mississippi, there is a new record for a catfish at 131 pounds. Wow. So good luck. Go catch you a big one today. That would be amazing. A Brandon, Mississippi man set a new state record in Mississippi for catching the largest blue catfish, 131 pounds. Now, this is not a trot line catfish, which I've told you guys. That's how we caught our big ones. This is on a rod? This is, yeah, you had to reel it in. So it took him 40 minutes to land the fish. The previous rod and reel record was 95 pounds. This was 131 pounds. This is like, it's catching someone probably bigger than Amy. It's a catfish. Wow. You probably think it's a tire or something, right, for a while until it starts moving? Oh, maybe. <laughs> or a human. Ooh. Oh, no. A, or, a, a yeah. body. Until it starts moving. <laughs> then, then an alive human. Yeah, then you're like, wow, maybe I saved him. Maybe I caught him just in time. Uh, that's wild. That's from WJTV. It's as big as a human. Wow. It is a crazy, crazy picture. Awesome. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. This Happy Labor Day is the Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.